2: All hit radio. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell.
3: Hi,
4: this is Todd DeCastro, producer at the Talkstar Radio Network, Wishing Ron McConnell and the Exxon Nation a very Merry Christmas and a healthy and prosperous New Year.
2: Welcome back to the X-Zone, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell. We're coming to you from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Toll-free worldwide, 1-800-610-7035. That is toll-free worldwide, 1-800-610-7035. Our email address, xzone at Xoneradio.com on MSN, MSN Messenger. X-Zone Radio TV at Hotmail.com and our websites, www.XZoneRadio.com and XZoneTV.com My guest this hour, XZone Nation, is Dennis Thaser and we're so happy whenever Dennis joins us. Um, as a young man, Dennis would look into the night sky and wonder what secrets it might hold. Some years later, Dennis bought a book about UFOs and his wonders turned into investigation. Today, he has a library with over 90 books, in reference to ufology, he served three years from 1959 to 62 in the United States Army in the 8- 815th Engineering Battalion. And um, initially, uh, Dennis worked as an engineering consultant in Roswell, volunteering his time at the International UFO Museum and Research Center on weekends. Nine months later, he resigned from the engineering firm, assuming the duties of iUFO. MRC operations manager. He served on the board of directors and became the UFO investigator for the museum as a full-time volunteer from 1996 to 1998, then began his research as an independent researcher. And uh, Dennis is certified with the Mutual UFO Network as a field investigator and a member of the Great Pyramid of Giza Research Association, and he also belongs to several other UFO organizations. His website is truthseeker at roswell.com. And Dennis, welcome back to the X-Zone. How are you? Good, sir?
1: Thank you. It's good to be back.
2: Dennis, uh, you sent us an article which we're always proud to uh, publish in the X-Chronicles newspaper, except this one here kind of threw me for a loop when I read it. And I was wondering if you could give our listeners the, the gist of it before we go to our two-minute break.
1: Well, it sent me for a loop, too, because I wasn't aware that this type of thing was going on in the field of ufology. I guess I should have been aware of it, but I wasn't. A gentleman by the name of Bill Nell, William Nell, who now resides in uh, Lebanon, Indiana, has for years been pirating researchers' DVDs on his website without their permission, which is a a federal offense for one thing, and he's got away with this for, for many years, having done it and having websites shut down and finding another website and doing it again. Uh, it all came to a head uh, for me when uh, Frank Warren, who has the UFO Chronicles uh, blog, mm-hmm. had printed a, posted a article that was written by Angela Joyner, who is well known for the Stephenville, Texas incident recently. And Angela called him and said that she thought that somebody was taking her copyrighted article and putting their name to it, and this turned out to be Bill Nell, so Frank did some checking and uh, come to find out that this has been going on for decades for this guy, and that uh, he was com- he compiled a list of names. He went to the website, and while he was looking through Nell's website, uh, which was the UFO guy.com he discovered there was a, a DVD for sale by Scott Ramsey from North Carolina, who's done a lot of good research on the Aztec incident for yes. several years. <coughs> Excuse me, he notified sure. Scott, and Scott said, well, he never gave him permission to, to sell that DVD. And uh, Scott notified the, the local authorities in Lebanon, Indiana, and also the FBI, because uh, the guy was illegally selling the the DVD. right, let's continue
2: this on the other side of this commercial break. Uh, Dennis Balthasar is our very special guest. It's great having Dennis on the show whenever he can make it. His website is www.truthseeker at roswell.com My name is Rob McConnell and you're listening to The X-Zone live from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. We'll be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away.
0: Hi, this is Ed Shifflett, COO
3: of White Springs Media, wishing all the Exo Nation, Rob and Laura, and everybody else a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Love of There's snow on the ground. And out in California, the sunshine's falling down. And maybe down in Memphis, Graceland's all in. And in Atlanta, Georgia, there's peace on earth tonight. Christmas in Dixie. And
2: welcome back to The X-Zone, everyone. This is The X-Zone. We're coming to you from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Our toll-free number is worldwide, 1-800-610-7035. Email xzone at xzoneradio.com. On MSN Messenger, TV at hotmail.com. And our website's www.xzoneradio.com and www.xzonetv.com. I'm just going to read you a little bit from the editorial that our good friend Dennis Balthasar sent us to publish in the November issue of the X Chronicles. And it's entitled, Piracy is a Silent Plague on Ufology. To quote a Chinese proverb, when someone shares something of value with you and you benefit from it, you have a moral obligation to share it with others which is what I'll try to do in this article. I have been working closely with my Webster researcher, Frank Warren, of, U- of the theufochronicles.com, and the Aztec researchers, Scott and Suzanne Ramsey, for the past 12 years on various UFO cases, highly respecting them for their honesty and uh, thorough investigations. We have dealt with debunkers, skeptics, and critics of all sorts, and have even welcomed their comments if and when the information they presented was factually worthy of review. There is another, quite uh, quieter element in ufology. Aside from debunkers, skeptics, and critics, they are the hucksters who use other researchers' work without doing their own, those who take from others' research or articles and publish the work as their own, or plagiarism. Then there are the other scoundrels who market or sell reachers' works, such as DVDs of lectures or documentaries without permission or financial arrangements made with the researchers, which is piracy. I have recently found that I am myself a victim of piracy, and this is what I feel a moral obligation to share with my readers. Joining me now is Dennis Balthasar, www.truthseekeratroswell.com. So how did you feel on the inside when you found out that what you had the work that you had done is being taken by someone else sold at a lower rate than what you yourself the author and legal owner of these works are selling them for
1: well i had been i had talked to scott and and frank about a year ago and they had they had told me about this Nell guy but i didn't pay much attention to it because mm-hmm. i didn't know i was personally involved at the time and they had been working trying to get some authorities to do something about it and became frustrated, and when that happened, then they went through his website, and they found a list of about 80 names that Nell was using that had uh, DVDs, some of them by different titles. In my case, he took my Roswell lecture, my DVD, Combined it with about five or six other researchers and changed the title of the two uh, two set of the two DVD set that he was selling. So my next move was to complain directly to Nell. Mm-hmm. I had notified. I, I wrote a letter to or an email to Nell, letting him know that I had discovered that he was selling this illegally, and I also copied it to BraveNet which I believe is a Canadian company that was the host of his website.
2: That's right, they're out of Vancouver.
1: Yeah, and uh, they gave me a runaround and uh, said they would look at it, they'd get their legal department. Well, I didn't get a response from Nell within 24 hours of their, the host, braiding that requires. So I wrote a second letter to him. And I got the same typical response that he gives to everybody about not having any money, having illnesses, and trying to sell DVDs. The problem he made for himself was in his response, and I'll quote, he said, Apart from that, I have only sold a few DVDs over the past year, and most of them were my own, meaning, of course, that he was selling other people's works also. So I really got an admission from him that he was doing it. And then he went into four or five paragraphs about how poor he was and all this and why he was doing this. And the more we checked into this guy, the more we realized how long he had been doing this type of work. He was in Arizona and had a website where he was selling puppies, dogs. Mm-hmm. People would pay 900 to $2,000, and he either wouldn't deliver what they ordered, or he would substitute other dogs if he, if he delivered anything.
2: In fact, I just received this from our newsroom. Uh, they sent me an article that was on Rip Off Report. Mm-hmm. And it says, Bill Nell, author, speaker, paranormal researcher, Catherine Nell, professional internet fraud. Uh, do not send him money. You will not get any of the services for the money which you just helped him and pay their bills. Do not right. send him money, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I, I see that he has stopped selling puppies. Now it's books. He is ripping off people. He owes me $1,000 for a puppy I never received. The puppy I was supposed to get has, it, you know, he has it posted on his website, just a cute puppy, and uh, was simply adorable. I even named, named him. I bought a ton of puppy stuff that was not returnable, and neither was my $1,000. Bill and Catherine are dishonest people. And uh, there's other listings on here, and oh,
1: uh, well, you can go to go to a Google Search or something like that. Yeah. Do Bill Nell fault or, or anything like that, mm-hmm. and then there's just probably hundreds of complaints there about the man. And what we wound up doing was contacting several law enforcement agencies, and I'm I'm really bothered the fact that the FBI. The FBI has a division called IC3, right. which, which is uh, computer, whatever. Anyway, it, it goes and looks into piracy of DVDs. And in the music industry, they're right on top of this. Mm-hmm. If someone has a, a DVD out or a video with music and it's pirated, the FBI will jump on them in a minute and prosecute them. I'm hopeful that because we're UFO researchers that the FBI isn't ignoring this because I've not had any response from the FBI that they received my complaint. And we have asked some 30 other researchers to file these IC3 complaint forms, which just take a few minutes to fill out. And we've not heard anything back yet from the FBI. So I'm a little leery about, you know, what Mm -hmm. we're getting as far as the authorities trying to help us.
2: Now, now where where does Bill Nell call home?
1: Where does he call home now? Mm. Yes. Lebanon, Indiana. Wow. And we have contacted that local police department, and they have told us to to be patient that they're working on it, and that's been over a year. We also notified the North Carolina Sheriff's Department, Rowan County, the FTC, the USDA, Visa, uh, the State Attorney Generals of Arizona and Indiana, Western Union, the Royal Canadian Moundies, and I also found out that he's selling some of these DVDs on Amazon.com. Uh, my particular DVD was not listed on Amazon, but I did write to him and, and made him aware of what he's doing, and unless you personally have an involvement with one of your products on Amazon, they won't do anything about it. So the guys that do have research being powered that need to contact Amazon also, but what we've done is try to contact all these people and have them complete this IC3 form because we feel that mm-hmm. if we can inundate the FBI with these complaints, perhaps they'll take a look at it. And, and we've also gone to websites where we've known that his articles are published and asked that the, the web host of those sites take his information off. We're trying to get him completely out of circulation. He needs to be prosecuted and put in jail is what he needs.
2: Well, about how old of a man would he be? Pardon? How old would he be? Is he a young kid? Is he a teenager? Is he a grown adult?
1: Oh, he's, he's a grown adult. He has a grown, uh, grown daughter that's in on it with him as well as his wife. From time to time, he'll have the daughter's name as the person to send checks to rather than his own.
2: Well, what's the daughter's name?
1: And uh,
2: May as well get this information out to the Exxon Nation.
1: Well, let me let me look and see if I can find that.
2: Sure, Dennis Balthaser is our special guest. We're talking about piracy within the UFO community. www. roswell dot com.
1: Okay, I got it.
2: Okay, what's your name?
1: His name's William Bill Nell K N E L L. Mm-hmm. His wife's name is Catherine with a C. Right. And the daughter is Jamie Nell. In his response to me, he said that his wife Catherine had nothing to do with the website. Works as a fast food restaurant and earns above minimum wage. His daughter has also has nothing to do with the website. When in fact, on his website, her name was listed to send the checks to. So, those, those are outright lies that he's doing. And this this response that I got from him is typical of what other people have received. I understand Linda Moulton Howell. Actually, filed a lawsuit against him ten years ago with one of the major TV networks when he was selling one of her uh, presentations on on his site illegally. So this has been going on for a long time, and we're finally trying to get enough people together. Researchers, as you know, we don't make money doing this. We do this yeah. out of devotion mostly.
2: And you pay everything out of your own pockets.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I lose two to four thousand dollars a year doing the research, and fortunately, my wife lets me do that. But I feel that the the research is important, and mm-hmm. I like to keep it going. All
2: right, here's some uh, websites: Exonation, uh, www.billnell.com, and then our researchers came up with ArizonaPups.com, and there's another one, A to Z. A- dogscom are also ones, and uh, he's showing an address according to, uh, well, let me see, according to one of our researchers that they were basing their business out of Arizona. Now, does that make sense to you?
1: Yeah, he, he was out of Arizona. He got run out of Arizona and put out a business out there, and then, as far as we know, moved to Lebanon, Indiana. Uh Frank advice, Frank uh, Warren advised me this week that uh, the site had finally been taken down. That's uh-huh. BraveNet that Brave Net, uh, hosts his website.
4: We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you.
1: Susan Walker, also known as Taylor Lykins, from Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street at 34thorg we org, wishing Rob McConnell and the explanation of very merry Christmas, whether you believe in Santa
0: or not. Find
3: you. Why you radio. calling, Denver snow falling Somebody said it's four feet deep But it doesn't matter Give me the laughter I'm gonna choose to keep Another tender Tennessee Christmas The only Christmas for me Where the Beneath tree. Welcome
2: back, everyone. Uh, Dennis Balthaser is our special guest this hour. His website is www.truthseekeratroswell.com, at roswell.com. And you can read the entire article on piracy in ufology by going, just send me an email. It's a lot easier this way. Send an email to exone at exonereadio.com. We'll send you a link to how you can go and read and download the entire November issue of the S Chronicles newspaper. Dennis, uh, what are other people within the U- world of ufology saying about this, this blatant theft of their proprietary material?
1: Well, surprisingly, Rob, I'm not getting the response I was hoping to get from some of them. A few that I have talked to have agreed to send the IC3 form into the the FBI, which is what we're after, but uh, a lot of them seem complacent about it and... and I don't know. It bothers me that they're not jumping on top of this and trying to help put an end to it because numbers here are going to be important. If we can inundate the FBI with complaints, then I think we can get some results. But uh, I'm I'm satisfied that we've had responses, but I wish there would have been more. He He did an interview on the Paracast with Gene Steinberg. And they were questioning in some of his background. He claimed to have been a, an advisor of the X-Files TV show and several movies, and also that he had written articles for the New York Times, and they did some checking, and there was no, no reference at all to a Bill Nell with anything to do with any of those. And it got to the point where he finally hung up on the, on the radio host on that show, they had cornered him pretty well, and, and he no longer would discuss it and, and hung up.
2: You know, to this very day on his website at uh, www.ufoguy.org, on his uh, pages that are about Bill Nell, it says Bill Nell is a popular speaker, author, and paranormal researcher featured in the Wall Street Journal and New York Times, seen on NBC Nightly News and Fox News, heard on Mankow and Ster- Howard Stern, Consultant to films like Independence Day, Men in Black, The Fifth Element, and War of the Worlds.
1: That's all BS.
2: I'm sorry, yeah. w- World of the Worlds, not War of the Worlds, World of the Worlds.
1: He's, he not done any of it. None of it. No.
2: And uh, just
1: his, his way of, of selling himself and, and trying and what's bad is the poor victims. You know, they get they get poor poor quality copies of researchers dvds Mm -hmm. which he copies and the people that buy these things believe that he is a distributor and and the director on these films and they don't look at him as a problem they look at the researcher as a problem because of them selling their their stuff on online and don't realize that he's doing that illegally there's been a lot of people ripped off as, as with the dog business and the few cases where he gives money back, he writes half checks. So they can't—they haven't been able to track him down or, or get him stopped. I told him that I have all of my lectures, which are about four or five lectures that I do on PowerPoint. Mm-hmm. They're all copyrighted with the Library of Congress in Washington, which is not even needed. Uh, your original work is copyrighted. But I went to the trouble of pain to have these things logged at the Library of Congress in Washington. So, you know, I've got myself covered. And his normal procedure when someone writes to him and complains is he removes it and he tells you that he removed it from the site. Sure enough, he does. But if you wait a short period of time, it's going to be back up there again. When he thinks the heat's off, he'll put it back up for sale again.
2: Now some of the CDs and uh, audio CDs that he is selling on her, on his website are what 49.50 bucks a set.
1: Yeah, yeah, if you went to, to the researcher or to a, an approved distributor, you mm-hmm. probably paid anywhere from 20 to 30 40 bucks for that thing and he's combining 5 and 6 together in a 2 D V set like he did with mine and selling it for something like 7 bucks. The thing he didn't realize was we hard copied his whole website So we have documentation, printed documentation of everything he was selling. That was before he took some of them off. So we have that. And if we have to go to a court of law or to the authorities, we we have that to back it up.
2: Do you think that the FBI are looking at this and saying, oh, geez, we've got bigger and better things to work on than these little UFO crimes?
1: Yeah, that's what scares me. Uh, and like I said before, they, could, they get after people on music videos. They mm-hmm. jump on top of them and prosecute them and put them away. And with us, with the UFO thing, maybe, now I hate to think that, but maybe that's what's happening. Maybe think, well, these are just UFO nuts. We're not going to worry about them.
2: I'm sure you've spoken to many people within the UFO community about this problem. And... For example, some of the other authors, could it be that they're looking at it and saying, well, geez, I'm getting the exposure, so I'm losing a couple of bucks here, there, and everywhere? Big deal.
1: Well, I hope not. Stan Friedman has three of them that he was selling. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've got a list in front of me here of, of, uh, gosh, 80, I think it's 80 names on here, 81 names. Stephen Bassett, uh, Stan Friedman, Ted Phillips, Timothy Good, Travis Walton, Whitney Streber, Zachariah Stitchin, uh, and I'm just going down the list here: uh, Philip Corso, Peter Robbins, uh, the estate of Paul Benowitz, Linda Moulton Howe, uh, John Lear, Jim Mars, James Fox, who has the uh, the big hit movie
3: out of the blue.
1: And Fox hasn't done anything. We've con- uh, Frank has contacted him several times, trying to get him to send this thing in. Mm-hmm. The FBI, he's not done it. Gilles Bordeaux from uh, France. George Fassett. George Knapp from uh, Las Vegas uh, Mm -hmm. TV. Uh, Don Schmidt.
2: Well, what's the difference? Then what is the difference? Tell me here, and I hope you don't take this the wrong way. If someone takes, uh, let me see, an audio or video clip. Let's use a, a clip from a DVD and puts it up on YouTube. Without, without the authorization of yourself or another ufologist? Selling it? Giving it away.
1: Well, I think it would still be a form of piracy because of copyright law.
2: But if they give you full credit?
1: If they give you credit, I, I wouldn't have a problem with it.
2: So this guy's basically... I don't, I don't
1: know if that's a legal point, yeah. but personally, I wouldn't have a problem with it. Because many times, kids write to me and ask to to help them with the uh, reports they're doing. Mm-hmm. And I usually ask them to, to show my website just as a reference. And 99% of the time they're happy to do that to get the information. So that I always have looked at as good publicity for me for my research. If, if somebody wants to use my work and ask my permission, I'm happy to do that providing they show the website and give me give me the credit for it. Where in this case he's just taking it, recopying them, renaming them, mm-hmm. and selling them, and yeah. that to me is the That
2: That is, that that truly is because what he's doing is he's selling it as his, like you said, his own work with your with your approval.
1: Right, right. You know, and and he on the Angela Joyner article, he lied to Frank and said that he had her permission to do that, when in fact he didn't. So, you know, between lying and the piracy and the plagiarism, mm. he's, he's just full of it.
2: What do you think should happen? What laws do you think should be tightened in order to avoid this from happening in the future with other, with other DVDs and other people who, who may very well be doing the same thing at the same time, but you just don't know about it?
1: That's possible, and that's one of the unfortunate things about the Internet, I guess, is that there's so much out there that can be done without you knowing about Uh it. I know I've written articles that I've kind of regretted that are going to be on the Internet for the rest of time, you know, because once they're there, they're there, unless they're taken off, and in most cases they're not. So the Internet is a problem because there is no controlling it, really, but... We do have infringement copyright infringement laws. We do have agencies like the FBI who are supposed to investigate these things and prosecute, and that's where we're at now, waiting on that to happen, and thus far it, it hasn't happened in the year or better that uh, Frank and Scott were working it in the last few months that I've been involved.
2: So over the last year and a couple of months, has anyone recontacted the, the investigation agency, such as the FBI or, or any of the other agencies involved in the enforcement of these laws?
1: Well, they've been contacted by I don't know how many researchers now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scott Ramsey in North Carolina has personally talked to the local FBI agent several times about this, and apparently this headquarters for the FBI is in Indianapolis, Indiana. And any time you send a form, the IC3 form in, that's where it goes. I talked to the local FBI office here. I personally know the guy that was the head of the FBI for years before he retired. And I asked him, should I submit a complaint through the local office? He said, if you send it to IC3, that goes directly to Indianapolis where we would forward it. So you don't need to do it locally.
2: How about the U.S. Postal Service? Uh, and I would imagine there's wire fraud involved here as well?
1: Well, I would think there would be violations of the Postal Service because it's an illegal operation, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Amazing. That this guy's. How long do you think, or how long do you believe, based on your research and the research of others in Tonnell, that he's been perpetrating this, uh, this crime?
1: Well, I know of at least 10 years because of Linda Moulton Howe filing a suit against him about 10 years ago. So he's been doing it at least that long. And, you know, he has to obtain these copies somewhere. So he's attending a lot of the conferences and symposiums, purchasing apparently purchasing these DVDs without permission, and then putting them up after he recopies them, putting them up on his website. So it's gone on for a long time.
2: Either that or what he's done is he's bought legitimate copies and has edited them together.
1: Well, I never met the man, so I don't know where he would have bought mine. I felt I well, very
2: Well, what we're doing is we're trying to contact Bill Nell for an interview next week, and we're going to ask him these questions. Okay. And, um, you know, we'll try and see what we can do to try and help you and other members of the UFO community who've been scammed well, I- at-
1: I can forewarn you if he does you like he did uh, Gene Steinberg on the Paracast. Once mm-hmm. you pressure him, he hang up on you.
2: Oh, he hangs up. He hangs up. He's just going to commit suicide. He's just going to kill himself in the in the yeah you know on the stage of public opinion. Yeah, that's right. One 7035 is toll free around the world. That's the new telephone number for the X Zone Radio Show and the X Zone TV Show. Our new MSN Messenger X Zone Radio. TV at hotmail.com. Our websites, well, they're the same www.XZoneRadio.com and www.xzonetv.com. Dennis Balthazer is my very special guest, one of the hardest working UFO researchers that I've had the pleasure of meeting over the many years doing the Exxon Radio show. His website is www.truthseeker at roswell.com. Tell me, Dennis, speaking about Roswell, Any new developments in the ongoing investigation into that crash going back to 1947?
1: It's funny you should ask, because just today I got information about a chaplain who was apparently stationed here in 1947. Mm -hmm. He was deceased. His wife has passed away, but his daughter has been contacted and never talked about Roswell to anyone. Ten days after the incident happened, he was shipped to the South Pacific, and they brought in a Catholic priest to become the chaplain at Roswell on airfield the 10th of July, a few days after the incident happened. This was something I had never heard before about the chaplain. But what is amazing to me, and I can't prove anything, but he was a black person. And back then, there was a black group at Roswell on the airfield, but they were segregated. They were a separate unit. All the the black men were into a separate unit at the base, and I'm surprised that a black person would have been the chaplain for the whole base at the time. Uh, It may not make any sense to anyone, but to me, it just doesn't make sense. But uh, some of the things that uh, went on then, I I don't understand, and, and I'm going to try to do a little more research, and see what we can find out about it. But I had never heard this before.
2: All right, Dennis, please stand by. You and I have to take our final break for this hour. Exo Nation, Dennis Balthazers, our special guest, roswell.com. That's www.truthseekeratroswell.com. And if you'd like to get a copy of the November issue of the X Chronicles newspaper that has this entire story by Dennis in it, send an email to exxon at xzoneradio.com, and we'll send you a link with our compliments. 1-800-610-7035 is the new number worldwide for the x Radio and TV show. Our MSN address has been changed to X-Zone Radio TV at hotmail.com, and our website's www.xzoneradio.com and xzonetv.com. If you've had any negative or positive dealings with Bill Nell, send me an email, xzone at xzoneradio.com. We'll be back on the other side of this.
4: We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for two fifty. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2.00. Price of participation may vary, cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal, single item at regular price.
0: Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Great news! For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at Select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square. In Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details.
2: Commercial break. Don't go away. To the X1, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell. Uh, just uh, received some breaking news here from our our newsroom. Uh, thanks to the people at CNN. Golfer Tiger Woods was injured in a car accident this morning. The Florida Florida Highway Patrol reports. We'll have more information on this news breaking uh, story as they become available. Once again, from the newsroom at CNN. Golfer Tiger Woods was injured in a car accident this morning. Injuries are unknown at this time. The Florida Highway Patrol is uh, giving the reports. As soon as we have more information on this breaking story, we'll pass them on to you, the Exxon Nation. Dennis Balthaser is our special guest, roswell.com. And first of all, uh, Dennis, I want to thank you very much for joining us and for sending in those articles. And it's a pleasure knowing you all these years and, and working with you. And what can the listeners do to help stop this kind of piracy that's going on? And what should they do if they've purchased any of these CDs or DVDs uh, from Bill Nell?
1: First of all, I, I really appreciate you posting the editorial. I sent it, I normally send my editorials out every other month to about 31 websites, UFO Magazine, the MUFON Journal. Mm-hmm. And I feel, felt the more publicity i give it, the more chances we'd have people responding to it. Uh, if any researchers are wondering, if, if they're listening to the show and wondering if maybe they're involved, they can contact me at truthseeker at DFN. Dot com. Go to my website. That email address is there, and I'll be happy to go through the list and see if they're listed. And if they are, then we can have them file the IC3 form again with the uh, with the FBI. Uh, I'm trying to get. We're trying to get as many people involved. We're trying to locate as many of the researchers that are involved and get them to take action. Also. Because we're going to stay with this, Scott and, and Frank and I have made a decision to stick this out and get this man prosecuted and put away, so that he can't continue doing this. But I really do appreciate your effort and everything you've done for it.
2: Hey, it's my pleasure, pal. Tell me quickly—we're uh, running out of time so fast here. Um, Stevensville—any more big sightings there? Have there been any major sightings anywhere over the last couple of months?
1: They had uh, Stevensville had something not too long ago again, and there's something going on down there, but I'm not sure what what it's all about yet. But uh, there have been some more sightings in the Stephenville area, yes.
2: Dennis, I want to thank you once again uh, for joining us tonight, and from our home to yours, a very Merry Christmas and a happy, healthy, and spiritually filled year 2010. Same to you. All right. Dennis Balthasar, XO www dot truthseeker at roswell.com, and we have our research department trying to contact Bill Nell right now to get him on the show next week to hear his side of the story. After all, we all know that there's usually three sides to every story, his, hers, and the truth. No, wait a minute. That's in a divorce case. We're trying our best to get a hold of Bill Nell, and when we do, we'll let you, the XO Nation, know. When I come back from the news at the top of the hour at six and a half minutes past, because we're so close to Christmas and... New And uh, Thanksgiving is traditionally at the beginning of the, the Christmas season. I'm going to go through some old-time Christmas stories with you as the Exxon continues right here, live and around the world from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. 1-800-610-7035 is our new toll-free number. Email exxon at exxonradio.com on MSN Messenger. XZone Radio TV at Hotmail.com and our websites www.xzoneradio.com and www.xzonetv.com.
4: We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast but the rest of us sleep in.